Hello, this is David Oram taking you around the world in two. Australia won the final ODI by eight wickets to take the series 3-2 after England had fought back from 2-0 down. Mitch Marsh was man of the match and man of the series too, although Pat Cummins was the series' best bowler with 12 wickets and England captain Owen Morgan top run scorer with 278, despite retiring hurt in the decider after being hit on the head by a Mitchell Stark bouncer. At least he wasn't given out obstructing the field for impeding the path of another 90 mile per hour Stark missile. Also retiring this week was Brad Haddon, who was the fifth Aussie to step down from the test arena in the wake of the Ashes' defeat. Maybe the sixth if we include another test arena, the Wacker, which was also retired from Ashes cricket. Staying in England, Yorkshire regained the county championship. They have a saying there, when Yorkshire is strong, England is strong. But spare a thought for the passing of their former captain, and England's, Brian Close. Perhaps best remembered in the Caribbean for the brave innings he played and fabulous bruises he took from Hall and Griffith at Lords in the famous 1963 draw, and the ferocious, fast bowling onslaught he withstood from Michael Holding at Old Trafford in 1976, when Close was remarkably 45 years old. Spare a thought too for Barry Mayer, who also died this week. Like Close, he was a professional footballer as well as a cricketer, but his international honours were as an umpire, standing in 26 tests and 23 ODIs, including the World Cup Finals of 1979, won by the West Indies, and their shock defeat to India four years later. A few birthdays and anniversaries. Today is the 54th birthday of Patrick Patterson. Perhaps the paciest ever of West Indies' terrifying quicks, Graham Gooch admitted the only time he was genuinely frightened was facing Patterson on his home Sabina Park in 1986. He took 19 wickets at 22 in that his debut series and 93 in 28 tests in total. But did you know he had to bowl wearing a box because his fast bowling arm followed through dangerously hard and quick between his thighs? Today is also the 27th birthday of St Vincent's DeLorne Johnson, who's so far taken 61 first-class wickets for the Wynwood Islands at 26.4. Today also sees the anniversary of the 1937 birth of opener Joey Kuru. He scored over a 1,000 runs in 19 tests at 34 between 1963 and 1972, and in 1970 and 71, captained Trinidad and Tobago to back-to-back Shell Shield titles. He was a test selector for the best part of 20 years until 2006 and died in 2011. Tomorrow is the 48th birthday of Barrington Brown, who featured in four ODIs in 1994 without success. And the 59th birthday of Cornelius Henry, who was born in St Lucia but played twice for Canada in the 1979 World Cup and managed to clean bowl Alan Border. Tomorrow is also the anniversary of the 1878 birth of Barbados's Percy Cox, who was a member of West Indies' first touring team to England in 1900. Thursday is the 23rd birthday of Ronsford Beaton. He's taken 47 first-class wickets at 33 for Guyana, but is yet to bag a fifer. Friday is the anniversary of the 1937 birth of St Vincent's Alfie Roberts, who played one test in 1956 and died of cancer in 1996, aged only 58. Friday is also the 57th birthday of another unfortunate son of St Vincent, Winston Davis. In 50 internationals, he took 84 wickets at 33, including 7 for 51 versus Australia in the 1983 World Cup.
1998, he was tragically paralysed from the neck down after falling from a tree. Davis also took 350 wickets in English county cricket, 208 for Northamptonshire and 142 for Glamorgan. Monday, meanwhile, sees the 75th birthday of a Bridgetown quickie who took over 700 wickets for the Welsh side, but never played for Barbados. Tony Calder was born in Carrington Village in 1940 and emigrated to the UK aged 20 to work for London Transport. Moving to Cardiff, he restarted his cricket and in 1962 began the first of 20 seasons playing for Glamorgan. But did you know he did get to play two first-class matches in the West Indies? On the club's 1970 tour of the Caribbean, he got Norbert Phillip out for 96 in Dominica and trapped Charlie Davis LBW at Port of Spain. Cordell was county coach until 1983 and continued coaching when he emigrated to Canada. Also on Monday, Jamaica's John Campbell, who averages 25 with a bat after his first two seasons, will be 22. And finally, Monday, September the 21st, marks the birth of three of the greats of West Indies cricket history. 1902 saw the birth of Lord Larry Constantine. 1963 brought Sir Kirtley Ambrose. And in 1979 arrived the incomparable Christopher Gale, who divulged this week on Twitter that he'd had his own strip club and surrounding mirrors built into his bedroom. I doubt very much whether Sir Larry ever enjoyed the luxury of such revealing mod cons. Until next time, this has been Around the World in Two with David Oram.